Welcome to the Solo Women RV Podcast, where we share stories, tips, and advice from solo women RVers, van lifers, and campers who are making their travel dreams come true. Whether you're just getting started in solo travel or are a seasoned expert, this show is for you. Join us. Just because you're solo doesn't mean you're alone. Here's your host, Kathy Belch. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy 2024. And welcome to episode number 102. This week, I'm going to be talking all about how I sold my RV in two days. Uh, But first, I just want to share, I am coming to you from just outside of Joshua Tree National Park. I left Portland about a week ago in caravan down here with with a group of women. And um, it's been fantastic, a great trip. And I uh, think I'll record a future episode about caravanning, what that's like, because I know a lot of people are interested in caravanning. And Oh, highly recommended. It was my first time really caravanning for um, more than just a day or two with somebody. So, um, but I want to share today about how I sold my RV in two days. So a little backstory, if those of you who are new here, um, I started traveling in uh, 2018 in a 2000 American cruiser. It was a class B RV built on a Dodge chassis. And gosh, I sure did love that van. I named it Squeaky and uh, called our adventures travels with Squeaky. And it was just a really, really great van for me for quite a while until it wasn't. And the thing that happened was it just kept breaking down on me. Uh, it was older and just a lot of mechanical issues and, um, just didn't feel like I had confidence in that van anymore. As a matter of fact, um, I sold two vans this past year. I sold two vans and bought two vans in the past year. So I'm going to share a little bit more in a future episode about buying an RV, but this one's going to be more about selling. So, um, I ended up buying another RV to replace Squeaky when I had some issues with it last spring and, uh, and bought another RV that I wasn't in love with. And so I was kind of debating whether or not I was going to keep it. Yeah, I was debating whether or not I was going to keep either of the vans, actually. Uh, so what I ended up doing was taking my old van squeaky, which had a major engine issue. I ended up getting that repaired and taking it out on a road trip to see what did it feel like to be in that van. And, uh, truth of the matter is, is I really love the layout of it and the size of it. But, um, despite having put all this money into the engine, um, I had, I guess maybe just, I think it was just like a sign to me. I was driving back from this week uh, long trip where I was out testing it and seeing how I felt to be in it. And I'm just driving along 65 on the highway and then all of a sudden it like lost power and wouldn't get above like 40 and I had to pull off the highway and uh, just kind of come home a little bit slower. It did end up getting its momentum back, but I think it was just a sign to me that this van, as much as I love it, isn't going to take me the places where I want to go with confidence. And so it was time to let it go. 
So how did I sell Squeaky? How did I sell the other van which I sold, which was a Travado? I'll just start with the Travado because that was super easy. I started putting the word out to people that I was going to be selling it. And um, as a matter of fact, I just had a friend who uh, reached out to me and she said, hey, I got this friend. I want to introduce you to her. Um, she wants to travel and stuff. And I think you two would, you know, have a lot in common and want to meet each other. So we started texting and this person told me that she wanted to buy a Travato. And I was like, well, I'm selling a Travato. And it was really as easy as that. The I had it was, you know, the Travato was in great shape. It just wasn't the van for me. It was um so it, it was just completely easy to sell. She wanted it. The price that I was asking was what she wanted to pay. And um ended up just making the transaction. It was super, super easy. Uh, I don't think it could have gone easier or smoother. So um, that's how I sold the Travato. Crazy. Things worked out for me. But then when it came time to um, sell Squeaky, I thought maybe it'd be a little bit harder because, um, you know, it's a, it's a lesser known kind of van. People don't know what it is. And um, and I also knew that, you know, it needed a little bit of work. So the first thing I did, I mentioned that I had gotten the engine repaired. Uh, so there was that. And a few years prior, the summer prior, I had a new transmission also in Squeaky. So those are some things that I knew that were potentially selling points. Uh, as odd as that might sound, having major engine work and major and a new transmission put in. Um, so then I just went to work cleaning it up. I, I gave her a good scrub on the outside, a good scrub on the inside, and took some photos and listed it on Craigslist and Facebook Marketplace. Uh, I listed it on Craigslist because that's actually where I've, I bought Squeaky from and where I bought the current uh, van that I'm sitting in now. Um, I bought those both off of Craigslist, but um, Facebook Marketplace is really where I got a lot of attention. I hardly got any results from the Craigslist ad. So, and Craigslist charged money. I think it was like five bucks. It wasn't much, but, uh, and Facebook Marketplace was free. So um, I also did, I just posted it like on general, like Facebook Marketplace, but also I posted it in um, a couple of, RV groups. There's one called Class B Vans for Sale. And then there was another one that was like a solo women buy and sell. And I posted it there. And almost immediately, I just started getting messages from people who, ha who had these like lowball offers, you know. Um, I I'll talk about the money. I was off asking um, 20000 and I was hoping to get fifteen. I paid 20000 for it in 2018 when I bought it. And probably over the years, I probably put about 10000 in just because it just needed so many repairs over the years. But um, that's kind of what I was hoping for. And um, so people started offering like 10 or 12 or whatever. And 
I just kind of ignored those. Uh, and then a dealer reached out to me and he wanted to come see it. And he did, he came, saw it. And he was, of course, he's a dealer. He was pointing out the different, you know, well, this will need to be fixed and this will need to be fixed. And I think he offered me like $9,000. And, you know, of course I said no. Um, and then another dealer reached out and he offered, I don't know, maybe like 12 or something. And then, um, I said, no, cause I, I hadn't had any offers yet. You know, I didn't want to like take the first low ball offer that came in. And this was before they even saw it or anything. I also had a few individuals reach out. Um, I know I, I definitely had a couple of women reach out and one was like a solo woman and I just started to feel a little bit like, gosh, if I'm not comfortable in this, driving this myself, am I really comfortable selling it to another solo woman, you know? Um, I just really started to think about that. Um, and then, so what ended up happening was I heard from another dealer and this guy, he came and he saw it and um, he offered me I can't remember what he originally offered. And we kind of went back and forth until we ended up uh, agreeing on a price, which was really just a thousand less than I had been hoping to get. And that felt okay to me because it was super easy transaction. We went straight to the bank. Um, I gave him the title. I got the money and, um, and it was done so fast. So that's how I sold my RV in two days. Maybe you don't necessarily want to sell yours to a dealer because you could probably get more money if you sell it elsewhere. But I was super happy with this transaction because I just didn't want to be handing like my headache off to a, a person, you know, like an individual. I don't know, you know, I didn't want to be dealing with somebody calling me like in a week saying, hey, I'm broke down by the side of the road, you know. So selling it to a dealer, I knew they were going to go through it and they were going to, um, you know, fix what needed to be fixed and do whatever. And it was kind of out of my hands. So anyway, that's how I sold my RV in two days. I mean, both of them in two days. So um, if you've had luck selling an RV, I'd love to hear it. If you've had bad luck buying an RV, I'd love to hear that too. Go ahead and reach out to me. Uh, let me know your story. Um, if there's a story you want to share on the podcast too, we can do that. Um, yeah, we're going to have a future episode all about how to buy an RV. I'm actually hoping to get a um, salesperson or someone who is more of an expert to come on and share some really good tips. So if you know a person like that, send them my way. But anyway, that's our episode for this week, a little short one. Um, just wanted to share that story. So as always, thank you so much for listening. And I hope your 2024 is off to a great start. And until next week, I will see you out there on the road. <music>